Hi, and welcome to Orion International's From the Battlefield to the Boardroom podcast. I'm your host, Megan Ralston. Today, we're going to kick off a short series of episodes all related to helping you get ready for the interview process. Our first guest for this series is Brian Henry. Brian is a senior vice president of recruiting at Orion, and he sat down with me to discuss several ways to begin preparing before you even land an interview. Brian, welcome back. As of now, you are our most frequently recurring podcast guest, so congratulations on that. I'm honored. <laughs> so as you know, we're about to launch into this mini-series on some frequently asked questions for interviews. So how to best answer these questions, things that we would recommend avoiding. But before we get to the interview questions, we also want to take a step back and look at the entire preparation process. So what advice would you give to a service member who's about six months away from their transition on how they should get ready for the interview process? Great question. Um, I, I think there's, to me, there's four keys to preparing to be a great interview. Um, and they are uh, research yourself, um, get familiar with, understand the STAR format, then you're going to want to build out a library of stories and examples that, that you'll have ready to use in the interview, and then you're going to want to review uh, a list of typical interview questions to help you identify any gaps where maybe you don't have a good story or an example ready to answer those questions. Um, and, by, and by doing that, if you start with that in your process, and I would say, you know, about six months out is a good time to do that. Spend a little bit of time uh, organizing yourself, researching yourself, building out these stories, reviewing the questions. Um, if you do that, you will be plenty prepared and, and ready to, uh, to give a, a great, powerful interview uh, when the time does come. So when you say research yourself, I mean, candidates might think, what do you mean by that? I already know myself. So what do you mean specifically when you say to research yourself? Yeah, so I think uh, the first thing I'd say is uh, first uh, get a notebook. Um, you know, grab a notebook, bunch of paper that you're going to dedicate to this process of of getting ready to interview. Um, and, and when I say research yourself, I think it starts with you're going to want to brainstorm and begin to list out all of the skills and strengths and experiences that you feel um, are valuable or could be valuable to an employer. You know, what are you good at? What do you like to do? So kind of brainstorming and figuring out what you're bringing to the table. Um, so you start by brainstorming and just kind of building out that list. And it, and it can serve uh, two main purposes. I think first, it's going to prepare you for handling interview questions. Uh, but it should also help you key in on the types of things that you think you will want to do or not want to do. Um, you know, many veterans, they have so many different options that they can consider. Um, and, and while that can be good, it can also lead to a lack of focus. And so as you research and, and really self-analyze, you should be able to start zeroing in on a few careers that resonate with you. You know, the, the equally important, um, you know, and I think because sometimes the options are so vast, sometimes you can eliminate and, and identify things you know you don't want to do. And by doing that, you start to narrow the field down. And eventually, you have a, a, a play, playing field that you're pretty focused on and say, okay, I could go in, into any one of these types of fields doing these types of jobs, and that's where I'm going to focus my effort. Um, so, you know, it's crucial that you know and understand your own performance history, um, that you're able to talk about yourself and what you've done in an interview. So, the recommendation is, you know, grab your resume, grab uh, your awards documents, you know, your citations, grab your evals, 
and just start going through and organizing your experiences into uh, common interview topics. You know, things like leadership, problem solving, process improvement. You know, what are my strengths? What are my weaknesses? What are some significant accomplishments? When did I fail? You know, so under major topics, you start brainstorming and you start thinking up of stories that you're going to be able to build out. That it's going to, at the end, it's going to help you be able to answer those interview questions. Yeah, I think that's a good point. And one thing that I would say, just back to, um, you know, when you mentioned that veterans have so many options that they can consider, I think it's probably important for them to also keep an open mind because they're so used to doing whatever it was that they did in the military. It might be a natural assumption to look for something that's kind of in that same line of work, whereas, you know, really, we know that the skills, the soft skills, and the different um, hands-on leadership experience and all these things that military candidates gain while they're in service can be applicable to mul multiple different things, not just what they did in the military. That, I mean, that's a great point. Um, I mean, uh, two good examples of that, I think, are uh, we, have, we see we have a lot of success uh, placing people into the construction industry. And those companies, well, you know, when they're typically recruiting out of colleges, they're looking for people who have construction management experience, maybe civil engineering degrees and stuff like that. But when they come to us and they're looking for that military talent, they're looking for leadership. And so we see, you know, infantry officers, logistics officers, uh, artillery officers that will go into and start a career in construction with no previous construction experience at all, but they've got leadership. They, they know how to run projects. They know how to get things done. Mm -hmm. And uh, so you see that all the time. And yeah, you could have blinders on and think, oh, I'm going to go do security work when really there's so many opportunities out there. And the other, um, the other thing I'd bring up is sales. Uh, we see that a lot where most people don't think about sales as a possible starting point, but because they don't have sales experience and they think they need it, but the reality is that's just not the case. I mean, a lot of companies find that the uh, military uh, background with a degree, great people skills, is perfect for sales, um, and, and it can be a good fit for the individual too. So you're right there. You, you want to kind of be as open-minded as you can to, as you start the process. And like I said, uh, over time, you can start to eliminate things um, as you have more information rather than eliminating them up front when you might be a little mm -hmm. naive and really not know what's out there. Yeah, that makes sense. And so when we look at the importance of building out the library of stories, that'll help you answer these interview questions once you get to that point in the process. I know something that we always encourage candidates to do is to use the STAR format to help them frame and develop their story. So can you explain a little bit about what the STAR format is and why it's so important? Sure. Um, the STAR format, really, it's just a, it's simply a format to help you organize all of these stories and examples that you're going to use to answer the behavioral inter interview questions that you can expect to get. Companies are going to ask, they want to hear, they don't just want to hear your theories and what you think or would do. They want to hear about times that you did things and actual events that you've done. And so in order for you to have those stories, you have to kind of organize them and have them ready to go. So the STAR format helps you organize that. And, and STAR stands for Situation, Task, Actions, and Results. And uh, you know, breaking that down a little bit, when you think about situation, you're really trying to paint the picture of, of you know, where were you, who were you with, what was the situation going on there. Uh, keep in mind that you know, a small percentage of the uh, civilian population has actually served in the military. So you have to be able to paint that picture in a way that your audience, whoever you're talking to, is going to be able to understand it. So take the time to kind of build that situation out so that they can relate to the rest of the story. The next part is the task. 
Um, you know, what, what is the mission you were assigned? What was the problem you were faced with? What were you trying to accomplish? Uh, so kind of spell that out so they can understand uh, what, you're, what you were trying to do. And then really the meat of, the, of any of these examples is the actions. What did you actually do? What steps did you take to accomplish the task? Uh, to solve the problem. You want to be specific. Uh, make it clear uh, what you actually did. And um, you don't want to speak in too many generalities in there because um, you know, the interview will not understand the depth of your experience. So really get into the weeds of what you did, how you did it, why you did it. And then you wrap it all up and bring it to a close with the results. Um, every example that you give, ideally, you're going to lead to a positive uh, result. If you can quantify it, great but be able to walk it all the way through. And using that STAR format then, uh, you can see you know, you're know you going to organize these great stories. They're well organized. They're, you can keep them concise without going off track and, uh, and, and build out an impactful uh, group of stories that are going to highlight your skills. Um, some of the keys to success, I think, as you're doing this is you want to focus on your best uh, examples. Um, so that's that going back to that brainstorming what are the different skills I'm bringing to the table now I got to start brainstorming and figure out what stories do I have that can help bring these skills to the surface and really make it obvious that I've, this is what I have done in the past and I've done well um, so the other thing you want to do is avoid uh, examples that don't translate well into civilian careers so you know being a max PFT guy a, you know physical fitness guru you know uh, being great on the rifle range you know those those things, while you know, good in the military, may not be quite as relevant as things like leadership and process improvement and problem solving. Um, so focus on those skills that you think are that do transfer over to the to the civilian side as much as possible. And then the last thing, uh, as you're building out these examples, and I think we see this oftentimes in the military, particularly in the leadership ranks, where you know we're very humble, right? And we want to give credit to the people under our team and not take that credit ourselves. But when you're Preparing these examples, you know, you want to be able to talk about what you did. Um, it's not, you know, yeah, you were part of a team, but what did you do? How did you influence it? And, and what responsibility did you have in the success? Yeah, those are really good points. And I think the key to all of it is just what you said at the very beginning when we're talking about this situation. Just make it as understandable and relatable to someone who's never been in the military because most of the time the hiring manager won't have that experience and so it's really key to connecting with them and making sure that you're really making the biggest impact if you make sure that you're able to relate to them on more of a personal level and not just talking about it in terms that they wouldn't understand. Yeah, no, exactly. And, and even if they are military, right, so before you go into any interview, if you can find out who you're interviewing with and, and learn a little bit about their background, you know, that's definitely a, a, a good tip. Um, but don't just assume because they were in the military that they know your story. You know, I, mm -hmm. I was in the, uh, you know, Marine Infantry. I don't know exactly what the Air Force, you know, some of the Air Force billets were, or, you know, so don't just assume because they were in the military that they understand. Uh, they could be in the same branch of service but do completely different tasks and not really have a good understanding of what your role was and what you did on a day-to-day -day basis. Exactly. Yeah, that's really good advice. So moving on to the next step in the process, um, how would you suggest that someone builds out their library of stories? Yeah, so this is where, uh, you know, I talked about that notebook. So you've got the notebook and you've kind of brainstormed that list of skills and strengths and things that you're going to highlight. And now we're going to go and use the STAR format to develop those stories that are going to emphasize all those skills. And so this is where 
I really urge people put pen on paper. It will pay dividends. You know, so you don't have to kill yourself and do it every day, but you know, a little bit at a, uh, at a time. And and it was not going to take long before you build out a comprehensive list of stories and examples. Um, and um, you know, you don't need to memorize these stories. So it's not like we're we're writing and kind of come up with the perfect answer completely scripted out. It's really a matter of organizing your thoughts. So using bullet points to kind of ref you know, you're going back through your history and thinking of these examples, and you want to have bullet points that are going to help trigger that uh, to help you tell that story. Again, you don't have to be a robot and just be able to um, answer them. So, um, you know, rack your brain, come up with the best examples, the ones where you had the most impact uh, and led to great results. And as you're doing that, you might say, well, you know, if, if I were doing, like, for leadership, um, because that's such a in-demand uh, trait, I would come up with five, six, seven leadership stories. They're probably going to be able to be used and plugged into any number of different questions. Um, so as you're going through it, you know, you might find, you know, I came up with one story, but these are better, you know, and eventually you whittle it down to where you've got your best stories well-crafted and, and organized. Yeah, and I think one thing that you kind of touched on a little bit is just you don't really have to memorize the stories because with the interview, you want to try to relate to the interviewer as much as you possibly can. And so you want to kind of avoid coming off as a little bit too rehearsed because while you want them to, you know, believe your story and you want to give good examples and enough information to kind of back it up, you don't want to come off as though you've rehearsed the entire thing. Exactly. So like I mentioned before, we're going to be going into a mini-series of frequently asked interview questions. And so a lot of those will go into um, greater depth on these podcasts that will be released, but it kind of brings us to the next step of the process, which is when you actually get to the interview. So um, the fourth step would kind of just be reviewing a list of common interview questions. So can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, so you build out this library, and 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 what and, and you're going to want to review the list of interview questions. So you know, there's plenty of resources out there. I know we have them on our website um, for veterans to go look at. But you want to be familiar with the questions. And as you build out these this this group of stories, you you can then start to look at the question and say to yourself, Do I have a good story, a good example that I can use to help um, back up and reinforce my answer? So in, in most interview questions, uh, like I said, companies ask a lot of behavioral questions. So they're going to say, tell me about a time when. And uh, so you might give an, ex an overview of how you would handle problems, you know, kind of how you think about things. But then you're going to want to transition to, you know, a great example of that is this and tell that story. So as you go through the list of interview questions, you, you should be going through and say, yep, I've got good, good uh, examples and stories ready that I would use and plug in for these, these questions. But eventually you're going to find some and, you, and it might identify a gap. And you can say, okay, I don't have a good story. Let me think about it. Brainstorm a little bit. Come up with that story. Again, put pen on paper. Add to your library. And, and, and before long, you've got, like I said, a very good, comprehensive, uh, organized list of stories and examples, outline format that really is going to come into being a fantastic tool. So um, if you fast forward now to you're getting ready to start the interviewing process, uh, or even, you know, once you start interviewing, you know, you might go a week or two without an interview, and then you have one the next day. Break out this book. Go through these examples. Um, you know, you're going to be able to figure out which ones you need to emphasize for that particular interview. 
but go through them and they're going to be fresh in your mind. You're going to be confident going into the interview and ready to go with a game plan. You know, you know, I'm going in here ready to emphasize these skills. I've got great stories and examples ready to highlight those skills that I think they value, and and I'm just ready to go and raring at the chance to to tell my story. Yeah, and I mean, just in preparation of reviewing the list of interview questions, just keeping in mind that STAR format, it's just so easy to remember that acronym to kind of keep you on track, help you build those stories, and just tie it all together. Yeah, there's really a big difference. We see, again, in our conference formats where we do mock interviews sessions and small group sessions, there's a huge noticeable difference between the person who's prepared, organized, and has detailed examples, and the person who's just winging it. You know, and, and they're going to fumble through. They're not going to have the well-organized thought. They're not going to do, they're not going to put the best foot forward. And like I said, it doesn't take, you don't have to do this and, and stop your day job, which is important. You know, you're still in the military. But put a little bit of time into it in the, in the months, you know, six months out, up to four months out. You will be ready to interview and do, do it very well by the time you start getting in front of companies. Yeah, so this has all been great advice. I think it'll be super helpful to any job seekers. But Brian, is there any other final advice that you'd like to share? Yeah, one one last tip that I would um, I, I'd bring to mind is um, when you're preparing for and you're looking at different jobs, you might look at it and say, "Man, I'm not qualified for this for this role." Um, one thing to to think about is you can often overcome a lack of some specific skills or experiences by being able to demonstrate a proven record of past performance coupled with an ability to learn quickly and adapt, which the military is pretty good at getting you, you know, thrusting into new roles all the time, as well as a drive to succeed. Um, companies are looking for top performers. They know that they can teach you about what they do. They can teach you the specific mechanics of things that they do in, in, their, in their business, in their industry. Um, they can't teach heart and drive and a winning attitude, and, and leadership is, is hard, too, to teach. So that's what they're coming for. Um, past performance really is the best indicator uh, of future success. So put the time in, come up with those stories of times that you have succeeded where you're showing that drive and, uh, and, and achievement um, with relevant skills and it, it will pay off. You'll, you'll, be, you'll interview, you'll have plenty of opportunities uh, to, to pick the path that you want to go. Great. Well, I think that that's all really great advice and insight. And so I think that wraps up our time for today. We hope everyone will come back and check out our series on frequently asked interview questions. So thanks very much for your time, Brian. Thanks, Megan. Have a good day. You too.